Big, big win for the Jackson Houston, 24-21. I'll tell you how the superstars stepped up and what it means moving forward. You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what up, y'all? Welcome to another postcast edition of Locked on Jaguars. I am Tony Wiggins, and I'm the host of the Locked on Jaguars podcast, where it's your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder to those on YouTube, make sure you go to subscribe to our YouTube page that is Locked on Jaguars. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, the like button, and the bell so that you receive notifications each and every time we drop an episode. And then wherever you listen to your audio podcast, make sure you tap in every single day so you don't miss an episode. Shout out to the everydayers that join the show. We're going to have a little bit of fun today because everydayers know how much I wanted the Jaguars to win this game and why. So let's get down to it. Here's what we're going to cover. First segment, talk about Trevor Lawrence and Josh Allen, right? Talk about them both. Second segment, it's only two segments in a postcast. Jags are eight and three after their win today and what that means moving forward. I want to talk about number 16, though, first, man. I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him because he plays quarterback for the team in the city that I love so much. And I'm always one of those guys that want to know how you respond when somebody pokes you, when somebody hits you. And for weeks, what we have heard, by the way, the Jags won the game 24-21. All right, we'll get to that. But for weeks, what we have heard is how – Trevor Lawrence is overrated. He's been a disappointment. And how C.J. Stroud is all of a sudden the the best quarterback in the NFL. Now, let me say this. I like C.J. Stroud. I know Jaguar fans don't want to hear that, but I I have more than one job. I cover Locked on Jaguars, but I also cover Locked on NFL. And then we do a lot of draft work, right? So my opinion of C.J. Stroud was he was the best quarterback in the draft, and he really, really can spend it. That being said, I think there's a combination of I think you can be you it, it's not like you it's not binary or binary issue that you can't believe that he's good but your guy's good too and also believe this believe that what has happened over the last uh several weeks has been a little bit of a smear campaign it's almost as if most of them were wrong about CJ Stroud in the draft but to overcompensate for the fact that they were so wrong now they want to push real hard and go totally the other way and act like Trevor Lawrence can't play putting polls out, like, if you could take one quarterback, who would it be, and all of this stuff. So I said all of that to say this. How do you respond? Oh, y'all want to have a skills contest? Let me show you. Oh, y'all forgot? Y'all must have forgot who I was? Let me show you. I don't know if you've been paying attention, uh, but watch this. You see, when you sit those things side by side, it's not what you thought it was, is it? I almost went Rick James and, and posted a, a picture of him saying, I'm Trevor Lawrence, blank, and you know what I mean. And the reason why, you want to know what a guy does when he was when he's poked like that. You know what he said? All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'll show you. And that's exactly what he did. And the other kid played well, too. Trevor Lawrence went for 364. And the only blemish on his stat line, the only blemish on that stat line 
is an interception that shouldn't have counted at all. As a matter of fact, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I said matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Evan Ingram might still be running <clears throat> had he caught the ball. And they blew that call. Trevor Lawrence had a wonderful, wonderful day. Maybe, I almost want to say, was it his best day as a Jaguar quarterback? He was 23, 23 for 38 for 364. Just in full command of everything, bro. I mean, it was just, I was just so happy for him. And, and he, I didn't want the Jaguars to lose, but him playing that way showed me more about him for what what's coming over the next decade. Like, how do you respond to challenges? Josh Allen challenged all year by me for the last two and a half years. He showed up today uh, as he has most of this season. Uh, he's going to get somebody going to give him a bunch of money. And I don't, the Jaguars should. Why not? Why not? He's grown into if he, if he never thought he was that guy, he seems like he's grown into it. And he's doing it at the right time. He was extremely sudden today. And um, and it was all at critical moments of the football game. So Josh Allen, kudos to Josh Allen. The most important thing is the leader stepped up. The guy that you think is the best player on your defense and the guy that you think is the best player on your offense, they showed up. And guess what happens? When those guys show up, one of their buddies comes with them. That's usually the way it works, right? And today it was Calvin Ridley. It was Travis Etienne. It was... Um, but the Ernest Johnson, we need to talk about our tight ends, though. You know what? Let me take that back because Luke Farrell did have a big play that allowed the Jaguars to keep a lot of momentum. So I ain't going to get on Luke Farrell too bad. I'm going to finish talking about some of these players, and I'm going to talk about the fact that the Jaguars are now 8-3, and three, two games ahead of Houston in the division. I want to talk about what all of that stuff means, man. What does that truly mean for them to actually be in this position as they come down the stretch? And like right now, Houston's out of the playoff picture. I mean, it's a lot of ball to, ball left to be played. But, um, yeah, right now, man, Houston's, um, Houston's out of the playoff picture a little bit. So uh, we, we got to really, really figure out what's going on with that so what i'm going to do now man is let you know about today's sponsors here on locked on jaguars there's linkedin linkedin talent solutions when you're hiring for a small business you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview that's why you have to check out linkedin jobs linkedin jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free linkedin isn't just about the job board it has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. To let you know also about today's sponsor, and that is our people and our sponsors over at Prize Picks, man. And let me tell you, I hope you have your Prize Picks picked. That's right. I hope you have your selections done uh, for the four o'clock games that are on right now. But if you don't, it's always tomorrow, man. And there's other sports uh, that you can get involved with because Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports 
platform in North America. That's right. All you got to do, you pick between two and six player stat projections and you go more than or less than. And if you get them right, guess what? You get a chance to win some Skrilla. All you got to do is download the Prize Picks app. That's right. Download the Prize Picks app and enter the promo code locked on NFL, right? For a first deposit match up to $100, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL or use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. All right, man, we're running along here on Locked On Jaguars, which your team every day. We always thank you for making us your first listen. It's a postcast edition of the show. Let me get to some of these. I'm trying to get to some of these comments before I get to my eight and three. Everybody, I think everybody's saying um, congratulations, yes, sir, Wiggs, and all that. Somebody said Kayvon Chason was the only uh, somebody. Matt Jones, Chason was the reason the Jags held the Texans on the last drive. Well, shout out to Chason. Uh, Chason, I didn't see that. Uh, Trevor Lawrence did have one stat, and Jamal Jones kind of remind me over here, and that is that he completed four passes over forty yards. He was the only one that done that in the NFL. Um, somebody else did it uh, for it was maybe two years ago. So it's, it's been a long, long time since somebody has actually been able to do that. So shout out to Trevor for doing that. We were talking about Josh Allen. We were talking about Trevor Lawrence and how he had running mates for Illuminati made a lot of plays that you really did not. Um, you couldn't really see unless you really, really were paying attention. Um, but he did a lot of good things. Devin Lloyd got some more almost interceptions. Uh, but he was very, very active today. The interior, I thought the interior, the uh, the pass rush getting into the interior and knocking that kid off of his square, CJ Stroud off his square, was cool at first, but then he found a way to start working the perimeter and the edge, and they really didn't have an answer, but they started actually um, covering a little bit better on the back end, and guys started finishing plays. So it was just enough for him to win. Of course, y'all, if you saw the game, uh, they tried a 58-yard field goal, and it actually hit. I guess that would be the crossbar and it bounced out. So if it's, if it's 57, it's a game of inches. Uh, The game was marked with a little bit of not necessarily controversy. Doug Peterson had 30 seconds uh, after Houston missed a a field goal at uh, near the end of the first half. Doug went down and it looked like he was trying to get in field goal range, but they hit something and uh, Christian Kirk stepped out of bounds at the one yard line. They went for it. Don't have a problem with the aggression. I just thought the way the ebb and that flow of that game was going, you just take the three and then you come out in the second half, you go up by two scores, but ain't got a problem with it. Some people say they don't have a problem with it, but they have a problem with the actual play call. I ain't got a problem with that either. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where I know you want to be aggressive and you want to send a message, but I think the three is what you were aiming to get. Just go ahead and take it, right? Uh, but, you know, neither here nor there. The Jags won. They're eight and three. What does that mean? They have a two game lead in the division. The uh, So now I guess the tiebreaker is even, even if they somehow end up with the same amount of wins and losses in the division as the Texans, which they're not going to uh, at this point. Well, they shouldn't. But two games, there's six regular season games left. And as long as the Jaguars don't end up with the same record as the Houston Texans, they're going to win the AFC South. Um so that's a good thing. That means they'll probably more than likely host a um, a playoff game, at least in the first round. But this also means they're only one game behind the Chiefs. 
technically they're two games behind the Chiefs because the Chiefs on a tiebreaker against the Jaguars. But what if there's a three-way tie? Miami also is eight and three. So there's a lot going on uh, for the Jaguars. But the main thing is, is man, they they played a pretty clean game offensively. They did. They, you know, uh, Cam Robinson did go out with an injury. Walker Little didn't have his best day. So we got to look and see moving forward how that affects the team and and um, what they're going to do with the offensive line. Uh, but they, they got to get Walker Little playing a little bit better. Still don't get a whole bunch of push, but today in the day to go of all that, today is the day that we're going to just talk about the fact that they went in and they won a game and guys that needed to prove something when a lot of eyes were watching, they actually went in and proved it today. So I hope that the rhetoric surrounding Trevor Lawrence changes a little bit. Well, I guess we'll just have to see. You know, I, I'm not expecting it to, but we'll just have to see. Make sure you tap in tomorrow and every single day here on the Locked On Jaguars podcast. Wherever you get your podcast on the YouTube page or audio wise, make sure you tap in because we will be dropping an episode every single day. I'll get with y'all tomorrow. Uh, do what I always say, do man. Take care of each other. Jaguar fans, look yourself in the mirror today, man, and wink. Eight and three, baby. The Jaguars did it. They went up, and the people who had to play well, play well. Let's just see what they got to say now. But Trevor Lawrence made a statement, and I hope they talk about it. Oh, I'm still sheriff around here. He's going to have to wait a little while. We'll see you tomorrow on Locked on Jaguar.